0: Good morning, guys. don't know if you expected this this morning. I didn't expect it this morning. But here I am. Um, Yeah, maybe for those who don't know me that well, my name is Bumpy, and I'm married to a beautiful wife who is in the mom's room at the moment. I don't see her. Uh, We have a six-month-old girl. She's becoming very cute and chubby, Uh, yeah, we're enjoying her a lot, Um, it's hard work, but we're enjoying her. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just want to put some disclaimers in here before I start, Uh, I'm a very Afrikaans guy, as you know, so the E's and R's don't come out slacker, bear with me, please. Rian's wife is English. Okay, my wife is also Afrikaans. Um, and yeah, I'm used to singing mostly singing my words from from stage in the worship team, not preaching it. So um, I am going to rely on the on my notes quite a lot. So please, yeah, bear with me. Um, I really feel like I'm presenting like two lows and or two fish and five, not even two maybe just two fish this morning, but yeah, apparently God likes using the little to feed the multitude. He doesn't use the fish factories, and the... so God, yeah, I'm giving this to you. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, Gareth actually spoke on worship already, and I'm speaking on living a lifestyle of worship, so I thought, oh, Gareth, you must stop now, otherwise I might as well say nothing. Um, But yeah, living a lifestyle of worship, well, before I start, I actually wanted to use the opportunity to just um, encourage and thank the moms of, since I've got a little girl, like I'm sitting more at the back, and I'm seeing all the moms running with the children, and all you guys sitting here, and the moms are running, and the kids are doing this, and the kids, and the moms are standing up, wanting to listen, and then have to run again, and Most, yeah, the dads as well, thank you to you, but the moms mostly, and just what it takes to come to church on a Sunday is, you know, I understand a little bit more now, and uh, just well done to you guys, to like each Sunday come, and you, just the devotion, and I know you sometimes miss half of the preach, but still you, you, yeah, and uh, Andrew always say it's not, church is not what you, you get out of it, it's what you bring. And uh, just you guys by coming and showing this much devotion of even you know it 's hard with kids i've got one, some of you've got like two, three, four, five children, so yeah, so well done, moms. I just wanted to to mention you. Um, this is for me, right? I want to make use of this. Hope you're hungry. Um, yeah, living a lifestyle of worship i'm um, in other words, worship meaning living a lifestyle of great or extravagant respect, honor, and devotion to him, um, and I want to really focus on the devotion part, the intimacy with God, um, yeah, because I really feel like God has paid such a high price to restore this relationship and Um, He commands us, first of all, something God commands us to do. So it takes priority above everything, and it should be a priority regardless of how we feel. Just simply because He commands it. Um, Yeah, Luke 4, verse 8. Um, Jesse, I'm just going to away with the scriptures. So, yeah. Um, Luke 4, verse 8 Jesus answered the devil. And he says, "It is written, worship the Lord your God and serve Him only." So, first, above all, of the benefits of worship, and it's something God commands. I think that's I just want to establish that. That's why we do it. God commands it. And um, but yeah, God. Gareth, you also said it. God doesn't need our money. God doesn't need really anything from us. Um, he's are all sufficient. He doesn't starve for likes or views or um, a following to feed his insecurity or anything he, um, then why does God command us to worship him and that's something I yeah. some few points I want to highlight so um, first one is so we become what we worship God commands us because he knows what we become, we become what we worship in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 um, i just going to read it there And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another, for this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So becoming more like Christ is the the end goal, being transformed by the renewing of your minds. It is the same, in a sense, why we desire our children to have good friends, uh, because they become who you surround yourself with. even in a marriage you start, after a few years, I've been married four years now, you start thinking like the other person, start talking like the other person. I actually thought of Uncle Leon and Auntie Pat, like after that many years, who's more like who? Yeah. Um, Yeah, when God is commanded us to worship Him, He invites us to becoming like Him. Um, So in a difficult situation, instead of responding frustration you all of a sudden start in responding with love uh instead of wondering when will i ever have enough patience you start living a life of patience um so yeah invites us into taking up his character so it's actually amazing privilege to become more like him uh, being jesus for the world around us and that comes from worshiping him devoting ourselves and having intimacy with him um Second one, there's a joy, there's a joy to be found in him. Um, Psalm 16 verse 11, it says, Moreover, in God's presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Um, think of anything that captivates your heart, your life, your time, your attention. You want to praise that automatically. It's built in the human heart to praise or to honor that thing. And we don't only praise or show great devotion to something, but we bring other people into it um, as well. We say, like, did you see this? Or did you watch that? Uh, Or did you hear about this guy? Uh, He was on fire on the football field. Or uh, did you see that goal? Uh, So when we recognize something incredible, we desire to praise it and uh, bring people into it. Like here, I think of football. There's a lot of Man United Liverpool jokes flying around all the time, and uh, or some can relate to Max Verstappen versus Lewis Hamilton type thing. You see, all um, yeah, we come here, we talk about it. It's something we we uh, yeah want to share with people. one in a sense, um, yeah, and in the same way, God wants to, to find it's the joy in His presence, to get captivated by Him. Um, and that turns to praise. And then we also bring people into, into that. Um, so when he, yeah, he invites us into worship um, to really find that joy in him. Uh, yes, the, the third one, want to live a life that he can take pleasure in. Um, Romans 12, verse 1, it says Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Um, Yeah, I don't have big children yet. Um, She's still small, but as a father and as any parent, I think you would want your kid to one day make the right decisions and, uh, yeah, choose good friends and living up to her potential um, be the best that she can be, um, you know, what God's calling, chasing after what's God calling her. And even if she doesn't do that, I would still love her. But um, there is a life she can live that I can take pleasure in. Um, and in the same way, um, yeah, um, I think in the same way God, yeah, wants us to, there is a life we can live that God can take pleasure in. He still loves us even if we, don't fully walk in in what is calling up. We sometimes turn away, but yeah, its aim is to um, to please Him, and uh, so yeah, that's a a reason we we worshiping Him. Um, it's delighting in what is good, basically. Um, I think you've heard that saying where it says God is most glorified when we're most, most satisfied in Him. So, um, yeah. And then also, worship or devotion, intimacy is an expression of love to God. So, um, I don't know if you've ever woken up, this is mostly for the married people, yeah? But if you've ever woken up from a dream where you your spouse has um, cheated on you, and you woke up and you feel betrayed and angry, and even if she does she hasn't. Or, um, in a sense, that's a proper response to the relationship you're having. You're married, you love each other, so there's a sense of devotion and faithfulness that's required. So that sense of anger is a good response. And in the same way, God um, burns with jealousy for us when we are more devoted to other stuff in our lives than Him. Because that's the relationship we're having with God. It's a loving relationship. Um, in Deuteronomy 4 verse 24, it says, For God is a consuming fire and burns of jealousy. So in a sense, not to worship him um, is in a sense ad- adulterous to God. And in a sense, to be faithful to him and worship him, above everything is a sense of, it's an act of love. It's expressing love to him, like in a marriage. Um, so, yeah, that's a few, few pointers I, I believe in my life that, um, yeah, reasons I worship God is reasons I have intimacy with God. And he commands it, but there's really much more benefits for me than actually for God in delighting in him and pursuing him. So, yeah. I want to... Now, look at things that must take us away from this great, from worship, from intimacy with him. Um, yeah, it's a few hard ones. So, yeah, first one is love for the things of this world. Um, in 1 John 2, verse 15, verse 17, it says, Do not love the world or the things of in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father but is of the world, and the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Now lust of the flesh can be um, spending hours and hours in front of the TV and but wonder where God is in such situation, or you're feeling far from God, but you you're not doing anything about it. Um, pride of life is chasing a career or perhaps money, you know, more than the presence of God. And uh, we just keep on getting busier and busier and busier. And it actually takes us away from intimacy with God. And, um, yeah. The other one is a lack of zeal or being lukewarm. This is a... It's, yo, when I read this, my... Yeah, my heart really, it's a fearful thing. And it says in Revelation 3 verse 15, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Um, yeah, so when our, yeah, when our faith can be described this way, um, it means a kind of disinterest or boredom as... Set into our hearts our spirits about the things of God, we don 't feel such an eagerness to be in His word or look forward as much to fellowship of our church family. Our prayer time can feel stale and routine, and we lose our passion for obeying god 's laws, even when leaders try to do everything from their side to grow us in God and or present opportunity to walk in the the more, but we choose not to walk in it and um, yeah, I think the the danger of being lukewarm and why God is so serious about it is because it can actually damage Christians and non-Christians around us uh, because our life is supposed to look different um, and not more like this world. Now we have this hope and we have this light and we can't put it under a, a basket. So um, so yeah, hope this doesn't speak to anyone of you or anyone can put that shoe on um, and even if he does, God, yeah, has this opportunity today to, to repent or even say, God, I, maybe I'm going this direction, but I want, I want to redirect, I want to align again. And there's opportunity today, um, yeah, because God desires more even than my, or even yourself, that we are with Him, and He's able to take us and finish what He started in you. So, thank you, God. Um, and then, yeah, my last point is, what can help us grow in our respect, honor, devotion, our intimacy with God, our worship? And um, just for me, it's delighting yourself in the Lord. It helps me. Thinking of an um, of example of a, a relationship, a guy that delights in this girl that is falling in love with her. He would change his ways. He would give up everything so many other stories where the guy was never in church, with the girl's in church, so he's also now in church. Um, yeah, and just in my life, Andri said I must tell this story. Um, we were, I think we haven't even started dating, but I was that guy that falling for her. And um, yeah, started liking this girl. And uh, me and my parents and another friend of mine, we went on on holiday to the Bavianskloof, and we were camping at four different spots, and uh, I remember that Andre is a girl that likes pictures of sunsets and stuff, so I was like, I'm going to find the perfect sunset, and then send it to her, and it's going to be all romantic, and wow, wow, wah. so, yeah, so, so we stopped, and this is all this high mountains and valleys, and I couldn't find a mountain to climb. It's either too big or it's just not working, or when we arrive, it's a different time of day, so it's no sunset. And the last day, it was, oh, we're perfect with timing. We're early, and I see there's a mountain, there's a big mountain. And my friend had to join me up. He was like, why are you so obsessed with a sunset? Like, jeez, what's happening? He doesn't know about this girl. So I eventually got the sunset. I sent it to her, and I mean, we're married now with a kid, so it worked. So, uh, um, yeah, so there's something my love for her that caused a devotion for a certain cause. So, our devotion will grow the more we fall in love with God, the more we fall in love with Jesus. We want to be more, we want to be more devoted. And if we experience this unconditional love, so growing in love, growing in delight in God will really help us in spending one and to spend more time with Him. So that's been a a help in my life, so sharing it with you. And then spend time with people that is on fire with Jesus really helped me in my walk of God. I think it's been said yesterday, 1 Corinthians 13 verse nine. It says, "For we know in part and we prophesy in part, and it's something that I always experience in community. That's why some, I see something of Jesus, Jaques sees something of Jesus, Uncle Lionel sees something of Jesus, and once we come together and bring something, what's God, and Ryan's always saying it, what God's doing in your life can when we come together, we see a bigger picture of Him. Uh, I think that's what God does. Uh, he's only limiting himself in yourself. You can only see that much of him only in yourself. But it's when we come together, then we see the bigger picture. And so pushing to communities and inviting people into your, home, your homes, um, leaders that just see a little bit more. Um, and then, yeah, I think that can really stir your hunger and um, the help with your intimacy with God. Uh, I know just I'm privileged to be in the worship team. I haven't been here that much because I'm stepping a bit back, just capacity-wise, to help, uh, help my wife. But these guys are really, yeah, it's, I've been encouraged so much by how they just love God's presence, how they devote themselves. I know Zoe and you, it takes a lot for you to be here. And she's coming every Thursday and giving herself and are devoted to this thing. Um, And Adam, I know you as well. In the beginning, it was difficult for you to come, like, with travel arrangements and stuff. Just to come on a Thursday was a mission for him. And every Thursday is here. And, I mean, we can all testify, Adam has really been, God's been really doing something in his life and honoring that devotion. So it encouraged me. It still hungers in me and it, um, it helps with my worship because of your guys' devotion. So thank you for that. Um, and then the last one is live by faith and grow in your faith as much as possible in this life. Um, yeah, I think just of, of life normally can sometimes be seen as a rat race. Like in my personal life, I come home. Uh, you know, you work, you come home, you eat, you sleep, you've got a little time of maybe doing, doing something else. You go sleep next day, work, eat, sleep, work, eat, sleep. It becomes that rat race. And sometimes I feel like yo, I want to just sit in front of the TV and shut down and just watch. My brain must not think of anything. And um, you know, and that's only feeding your your flesh. And, and then it takes faith for me to, in my personal life, to switch off the TV Go up to my room, close it, and see God. Spend time with Him, and um, and in my case, God's been really um, honouring, and He loves when we, in a sense, respond to faith like that. When we switch something off that we see, we're looking at what we see. We look, Maybe you, the work was so hard that you're just thinking of work. To be able to switch that off and really say, God, now I'm focusing on You, um, He really honours that and He loves. When we, in a sense, he responds to that faith. and uh, yeah, sometimes he shows up in a, like a tangible um, feeling of his presence, and sometimes he doesn't. But regardless of the feeling, I always get full of purpose again, I'm full of hope again, I'm full of more love to give away, and um, I become a better husband, I become a better father, I become a better colleague at my work, um, better community leader. Apparently now I'm preaching, so uh, now checking, I'm checking. I'm this, um, but yeah, Ryan asked me to come and pray and to come and share and preach today. And my flesh immediately said no, 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 no. But my faith, in a sense, said yes, because I know God. You, it's our faith that pleases you, and that's that's why I said yes for that. I wanna. Um, say yes in a sense for things bigger than myself because I know that's that's pleasing to God Um, so yeah um, grow in your faith um, yeah, love by faith and grow in your faith as much as possible to God and uh, yeah, I think that is that is kind of all my notes for now so I want the worship team to come up it's short and sweet message but um I do want to throw out the question, and we're gonna respond. Felt uh, just with a song or two. Um, Yeah, are you guys growing in your intimacy with God? And um, are you growing in faith in God? And yeah, maybe not gonna tell you to show of hands or anything. I really want you to personally with God, just. I said Jesus had paid this amazing price for us to be in intimacy with Him, and uh, it cost Him a lot. And I think it's the joy He said before Him was us worshiping Him, us um, devoting ourselves to Him. And uh, life, guys, are just getting busier and busier, and there's always excuses for us to not want to push in in that. And I'm you no know, worship looks like Arrow said in different ways. You can worship Him in your work. You can it's all these facets. But um, yeah, speaking specifically about our intimacy, and yeah, perhaps you have to say no to certain things in order to get closer to God, and perhaps you have to say yes to certain things in order for God to push you into the more. But regardless of, of that, um, yeah, you know where you are, and uh, like us to stand up and yeah.